Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Three Face to Side. My name is Mary and I'm with my two co-hosts, Sam and Liz. Say hi, ladies. Hi, yo. All right. Today, we are going to be talking about Hollywood Christmas romance movies and how they are all the same. Yeah. If you've seen one, you've pretty much seen them all. Yeah. Especially certain TV networks. Yes. We we will not be naming said network, but you probably know what network network we are talking about. Rhymes yeah. with Paul Hark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you think you know what we're going to talk about. And welcome back to Three Fates Decide. It just sounds more dramatic that way. All right, so this week we are going to be talking about... But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. One Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I mean, we always celebrated Easter. You're part of the Half-Blood Prince. So we're going to do another free talk, freestyle thing, no planned discussion. At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. We're going to hit the main highlights. That is the thing like what we were saying back in that episode. A quick recap. Three Fates Decide podcast. I mean, honestly, watching these movies, it's like, you know, you just you just swap out, like, you know, uh, which conventionally attractive actors play the leads. And yep, you pretty much. I'm, I mean, you, you've got the same it's the same trope. Uh, it's usually either boy is in the big city and comes back to small town because of something happened or girls in the big city, something happens and she moves back to her parents place. And then she meets up with the, or or he or she meets up with the uh, either childhood love, the high school love or the one that got left behind and they fall in love all over again. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's somehow they managed to take that and spin it into about 500 different movies. I know. <laughs> I know. And then every once in a while, just for a bit of flavor, they will add, they will make it prince, uh, prince of a foreign country comes to America, meets some poor peasant girl and takes her back to her, their castle, to his castle. They fall in love and get married. Yeah. Or yeah. If she has children already. Yeah. Yeah. Side-eyeing Netflix on that one. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I did see, uh, you know, um, that movie with uh, Sam Ewan in it. One of his, like, earlier acting credits before he blew up with Outlander. I've been watching Outlander again on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was... uh mildly entertaining mm-hmm. movie <laughs> if you've never seen it uh, yeah I, read it. It, I'm not a big um, romance movie fan anyway like like the holiday romance movies now like give me a Jane Austen or a period drama piece that's a romance and I'm all for it yeah I have to admit, I, I can remember spending a whole weekend just watching the, that channel. Actually, they have two channels and watching 
all the different movies and stuff, but it's it's yeah. Yeah. Um I think I d- I did it. I I maybe I think I did that once, maybe twice. But other than that, I'm just like it's just the same thing over and over and over again. I got bored. I'm like, okay. No, okay. I'm on the I'm on Reddit. Of course. Mm-hmm. I always depend on Reddit and someone literally posted everything that happens in these movies. So it's a belly up business which often leads an impossible business plan, near miss kiss, quaint town folk, decorating montage, lighted up Christmas tree lighting ceremony, sleigh or carriage rides, wrong guy, right guy scenarios, eye opener, guy or girl, tragic childhood backstory, save the Christmas tradition, lights everywhere, etc. Uh, someone said the don't forget the clumsy girl who's always slipping on the ice or nearly falls off the ladder. Well, they're decorating a tree and the guy catches her. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> Someone should really make bingo cards for like all these tropes and these you things. Know? Yeah. Well, I would say make it a drinking game, but I think people would die. I, I really, I agree. I, I, I agree. And like, what's crazy is like, either have like you said you have the guy or girl from the big city it's always they live in the city yep and they either have to go back to their hometown or have to go visit some small town for some sort of business and or family thing yes they wind up having to stay there longer than they expected Mm -hmm. there is always some kind of throb whether it is the old love person left behind or mom and dad's you know new neighbor that helps them with everything around the house or something mm. yeah that's that's, that's that a good trope that uh, yeah you know they fall for and it's always the you know but the goal is always to go back to the city because they want to live in the city and then something changes and suddenly you know they want to stay in the small town but they have to choose between their career or their love and they always give up career their dreams or whatever and someone really posted about this about how it's not i'm not going to sit here and say that i'm a hardcore feminist i believe in obviously like equality more than feminism but like it really does like not because most of the heroines are 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 heroines most of the heroes are heroines it's more the female is the one that gives up the career the job the dream that they always had in the city and moves back for you know the love of their life in the small town and blah 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 blah. and it's like i mean granted yes things dreams can change whatever but like they always just make the girl give up everything that she is to move into a small town to be with the guy i know it's rare that you ever see the guy because it's usually the girl is always moving back not the guy yeah it almost always is i mean on the rare occasion that it'll be the guy is the main star of the show and he's the one moving back to the small town to be with the girl but that's very rare and then every once in a while you'll have you'll have a one-off you'll have the one-off where it's santa's daughter Mm. has to go somewhere and save christmas for somebody and she falls in love, and I'm like, yeah. So someone posted, "Country good, city bad, uh, alternative <laughs> universe or time travel, magic Santa, save the store, factory, etc." 
community center, park, whatever. Bah humbug, someone who's against Christmas. Hello again, as in seeing someone that you knew from a long time ago. Royal fish out of water, which you mentioned. Amnesia. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's just too funny. Yeah. I, I, I mean, really, like Liz said, we should do bingo cards and just watch them all and just mark them all off. I like yeah. I said, like I said, I'd make I'd say make it a drinking game, but I think people would die if it was a drinking game. You can you can make a drinking game when you fill out the bingo card. Then you can take a shot. Yeah. So yeah, it but stretches no, people up. would die because oh, I mean yeah, they have but, alcohol poisoning poisoning. But but that'll just stretch out though. That'll stretch out the drinking. If you <laughs> not like much. <laughs> Well, you're not you're not gonna like be doing it at every single, you know, uh trope, but you'll drink once you actually get the bingo, then you get one shot. So mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I think people would die of alcohol poisoning. They would. I really think that people <laughs> would die of alcohol poisoning if they made it a drinking game. Because it's it, it's just it's too much. Well, the one thing is, is that they do very, very well with their Christmas movies. I mean, they literally have a million and they make more every year. And, you know, they obviously know their audience. Their audience doesn't seem to mind it. So, you know, you got to give kudos where, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of deal. But it, it, it would be nice. Now, granted, this network is also changing it up this year where they are adding LGBTQ into the mix which I applaud. Yeah, there's still going to be the same exact tropes. Yep. It's just going to be two females or two males as leads. Yeah. Or non-binaries obviously. They lost an actress that's been in at least 29 movies was a producer for a bunch of them and whenever she moved to a different network cuz she wanted Traditional family values. Yeah, and I know exactly which actress you're talking about. Yep, and I'm sure other people do too. I won't go into it because this isn't about that drama. But exactly, we won't talk about we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but I find also um, another network, Lifetime. I'm just going to say it. I'm not even going to go around it. Has similar <laughs> movies. They do. They do. It's one reason why I don't watch Lifetime. You know, like I feel like they saw what. Well, how we might as well say it at this point. Hallmark, right, Hallmark. Channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's all what Harm- Hallmark was doing. It was like, ooh, let's jump in on this. Yep. But I don't know how popular. Like, And then, again, Netflix is having their whole thing. True. They have uh, the Christmas princess or something like that. Something like that. But, I mean, Hallmark did it first. Yes, they are the originals. Yes. Because, I mean... And why do I want to say, was it, I'm trying to remember the actress that, that was in the one that I saw. I want to say it was Danica, Pat, not mm-hmm. Danica Patrick, uh, Danica McC- McKellen. McKellen. From Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. Danica McKellar. Yeah, Keller. Danica McKellar. Yeah, I, I was like, I know it's not Danica Patrick, obviously, because that's the race car driver. But yeah, I was McKellar, like, I, Danica I'm, McKellar. Yeah, McKellar. I want to think she did one. I could be wrong. Yes. No, she's been in about 16 movies. Okay. That that would probably 
Yeah. Yep. Crown for Christmas. I remember that one. It's, it's amazing how many, I'm not going to say like, well, no, like they're not A-list by any stretch of the imagination, but like, exactly. you know, well-known TV actors are in, are, are now working for like Hallmark. I mean, Lacey mm. Chabert is, um, yeah, is from uh, Mean Girls. And then she's she's done over thirty Hallmark movies. Yeah, Annika um, McKellar now is at the same place that Candace Cameron Bure is now going to. Mm. I think she had been there. I don't think that was a new thing. Like she didn't just like switch over. But it's like if you were like right. a, a child star actor and you still wanted to act, go to Hallmark. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of you. Hallmark Channel knows their audience and what they like their films didn't do well they wouldn't keep making them which is what i said secondly exactly. many films are shot in the same studios so often the same sets props are reused and moved around perhaps into a summer making a summer into a winter by adding fake snow they save money right honestly why not again like i i don't i just think it's funny that it's all the same trope i mean people on like tiktok and stuff like make fun of it like i've seen one where like this guy is like okay like he's pretending like he works for hallmark and he's like okay we need a new movie you know something different something snappy and then he starts going and explaining stuff and it's literally the same trope as every other movie and they're like yes that's genius (laughs) yeah that sounds about right (laughs) but yeah like i i you know like i said i have watched these channels um, you know, I don't watch it too, too much anymore, mostly because I don't have time, but I prefer watching, you know, other Christmas movies, you know, ones that like I grew up with, like Home Alone and stuff like that, watching The Grinch, you know, like those types of movies. And, right. Uh, you know, I'm going to have a, a solo episode coming up on a new Christmas movie that just came out. Uh, that I really, really, really enjoyed, and I was actually shocked. I went in with zero expectations, but got to wait for that one. Yeah, that'll. That, I'll, I'll be interested because I haven't seen it yet. Because yeah. I know which movie you're talking about. I haven't seen it yet. I'll, I'll be interested to see. Yeah, yeah. These channels. I, I, I mean, again, it's more of just to me. It's just funny. I wish that they would come up with something a little bit different. But again, if it ain't broke, don't mm-hmm. fix it. They're obviously still making money. The formula works. They, I, and I mean, I guess really they are doing something a little bit different this year since they do are doing the LGBTQ uh, show, which again, props to them. Yeah, which is awesome. I'm glad to hear. I, I'm glad to hear that they're doing them doing yeah. that. But same time, it's still the same thing. Just <laughs> it's different just- actors. But, I mean, it's nice to see that they're getting representation for um, the LGBTQ plus community. Oh, yeah. Which is sorely lacking in, in a lot of TV. Yes. So. Also, like, I did notice that they, not that there's a ton of movies quite yet, but I have noticed that they are starting to include more uh, POC actors in some of their newer movies, which yes. I think is good. Which is also good. Yes. Yeah, I mean, look at the world today. Join it. So, kudos for, for right? doing that, because 
Everyone should have some sort of representation. Exactly. Oh, let's see. I'm looking up, let's see, the 45 most romantic Christmas movies, including the best holiday rom-coms. I think this will include some. Yes. <laughs> let's hear it. All right. So there is new ones that just came out. Actually, Lindsay Lohan is now uh, uh, in a Hallmark. Hallmark? Netflix, excuse me. Yes, yeah, it's Netflix. Um, with Ford Overstreet, who is from Glee. Hmm. Um, they say it's a overboard style scenario. Lohan oh plays a spoiled heiress who loses her memory due to a ski accident. Uh huh. She crosses paths hmm. with a young widower, Ford Overstreet, who winds up taking care of her. Will they end up under the mistletoe? Probably, yes. Let's just say yes. Yeah. I mean, Netflix also has a new one Christmas is another you, point. Where a pop star, Amy Garcia, needs to slow her life down and reconnect with her fans. And she winds up granting the holiday wish for a teenager in a small town. She ends up co writing a song with the teen's music teacher father, Freddie Prince Jr. Hey. But a songwriting huh. relationship may not be all that develops between them. I mean, literally, the list that I was reading before. Both <laughs> scenarios. Just, just check mark off the tropes. <laughs> we'll just mark them off one by one. Just check them off. Just check them off. <laughs> Netflix has another one. The Noel Diary. Uh, this romance is based on Richard Paul Evans' best-selling book. So it's no mistake that the main character, Jack Turner, played by Justin Hartley, is also a best-selling novelist. He goes home to clean out his mom's estate and finds a diary that makes him question things about his past. He teams up with Rachel Barrett Doss, who has questions of her own, and the two set out to find the answers and maybe more together. Oh, oh my. Oh, my. Mm. Oh. Let me see if I can figure out how that one ends. They end up together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if uh, how that's going to work. They end up together. <laughs> Let's see. Netflix from 2021. It's called Love Hard. Uh, let's see. Christmas surprises are always great, unless, of course, you're on a dating app. Movie follows Whoa. an L.A.-based writer who decides to surprise her dating app crush in person for the holidays, only to find out he's a catfish. He promises to introduce her to the man whose picture he used if she pretends to be his girlfriend for the holidays. What could go wrong? Everything. <laughs> Everything oh, and more. Everything can go wrong, but you know nothing well. Right. In the end. Everything ends up great in the end. Everyone's happy. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, guys. As you can tell, I'm a little cynical when it comes to the Christmas holiday romance movies. <laughs> Insane. That's no hate on everybody that loved them, though. That that enjoy those paper movies. They're just not me. They're just not for me. Hey, nope. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Let's see. Hassle for Christmas, 2021, also Netflix. There's nothing more romantic than spending the holidays at a castle. In this movie, Brooke Shields plays an author who runs off to Scotland to hide from a scandal and then becomes intent on buying the castle she's staying in. 
She has to live with the sour duke who owns it during escrow period. And of course, they start off hating each other. Oh, of course they do. I bet you at the end they don't hate each other. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to take that bet. <laughs> I feel like I'm reading fan fiction. That's all it's these movies are. Basically what fiction. it is. There's probably fan fiction that's better written, to be honest. Probably. Let's see. Also, these are all Netflix. Wow. Single All the Way 2021. Between this, Love Hard and Holiday, fake date premise is a certified trend. In this one, best friends Peter and Nick pretend to be each other's holiday dates, but Peter's family has other plans. Their friendship will be put to the test after Peter's family's relentless matchmaking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Happiest season 2020. This is Hulu. In this one, Abby, played by Kristen Stewart, is excited to meet the family of her girlfriend Harper, Mackenzie Davis, and maybe even propose, only to find out that Harper hasn't come out to her family yet. It's for anyone who has ever had to carry around a secret in front of their families. Oh, I remember when this was coming out. I actually meant to watch this. I didn't know that was a movie. I thought that was a series. Shows how much I know. Good figure. Uh, this is Netflix, Holiday. You get to celebrate a year's worth of holidays in this movie, not just one. Sloan, played by Emma Roberts, and Jackson, Luke Bracey's, uh sick of their family's fix-ups, hatch a scheme to be each other's platonic plus ones for every gathering. But after a year, is it possible not to catch feelings? It is, it is. (sighs) (laughs) It's not possible to not catch feelings after a year when it comes to Hollywood. It's inevitable in these movies. Or Netflix movies or any of these type of movies. It's inevitable. inevitable. Netflix. California Christmas. He's a rich son of a real estate tycoon sent to complete a land deal to buy a holdout farm. She's the headstrong owner of the dairy farm that refuses to sell. When he arrives, she she mistakes him for a new farmhand, and things only escalate from there. If these characters grab you, you can move on to a California Christmas City Lights. Oh, God, they made a second one? (laughs) That's another trope. I forgot about that. Yeah. See Netflix Holiday in the Wild. After getting dumped by her husband, Kate takes her planned second honeymoon by herself, finding a newfound love for life and a handsome pilot on her way. Mm. This is Amazon Prime. Last Christmas, 2019, a cynical and a struggling Christmas store employee finds her life turning around after meeting a handsome and mysterious stranger. As with all Christmas strangers, he teaches her truths about herself. Joy, one of those stories. The best man holiday. 2013, this is, you can watch it on Prime or HBO Max. A 15-year college reunion planned during the holidays has this group of friends realizing a lot about their true colors. And maybe they'll make enemies and fall in love along the way. This ensemble movie has it all, from melodrama to comedy to romance. Of course it does. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 
Ooh, okay. I'm excited for not this one that I'm about to read, but the next one because this is a trope that we just talked about, but it hasn't come up yet. So, okay. Holiday Rush, 2019, Netflix. This time it's a dad who has to learn to stop being so career oriented and slow down in his busy life to appreciate the little things. In this case, it's a radio DJ who, after being laid off from his station, has to move his four kids in with his aunt. He wants to buy a local station there, perhaps with his producer, Roxy. Could Sparks develop? Yes, they can. And they will. If they will. They will. All right. A Night Before Christmas, 2019. This is Netflix. And night is spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. Ah. <sighs> Time travel. (laughs) Time travel. She's a high school teacher. He's a medieval knight transported to modern day Ohio. It's not your average meet cute, but it makes for a fun rom-com starring Vanessa Hudgens and Josh Whitehouse. Good Lord. Include Elf. 2003 is on this list. Romance. Hi, buddy. I think most people know Elf, right? I don't need to read that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think we know that one. All right. Let It Snow 2019. This is Netflix. This movie follows the intersecting lives and loves of the teens in a small Midwestern town during one snowy day. They There are wacky adventures to be sure, but romance also heats up for some of the ensemble. I mean, at least that's teenagers, though. Like, like half of this stuff like could actually happen to teenagers. Oh, here's another one. The Princess Switch. Uh, 2018. It's on Netflix. Can't get enough of Vanessa Hudgens. She plays both a princess to be and an American baker who decide to swap spots for the holidays after discovering they look like twins. A classic prince in the pauper setup. Of course, love blooms under mistaken identities, which makes switching back more complicated. If it hits home, you can go back to the sequels. There's two of them. Two sequels. Good lord. Real lord. No. <laughs> uh, this one I mentioned, Netflix, A Christmas Prince. Also has two sequels. Um, Porter flies to a country called Aldovia. Get the inside scoop on a scandalous prince who's about to become king. As time goes on, however, she realizes she might have found her one true love. Of course. Let's see. This next one you can watch on Prime or Peacock. 2017, A Christmas in New York. Similar to Love's act, Love Actually's storyline, A Christmas in New York tells the story of six totally different couples celebrating the holiday in a fancy hotel. Each of them are battling their own problems and in the process discovering the meaning of love, family, and happiness. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Next one, Christmas Inheritance 2017. Watch on Netflix. In order to take over her father's company, a socialite heiress must return to the charming small town where she grew up. It's a classic holiday movie rom-com plot, but not an unenjoyable one. We'll see about that one. Of course she has to go back to the charming small town where she grew up. Because that totally is reality, right? (laughs) Like, duh. It only makes sense. Trust me. Most people that, that live in small towns want to get the hell out of the small towns. Yeah. And never come back. Yeah. Exactly. And, and they would much rather their family come to them. Yeah. Let's see. 
Uh, next one you can watch on Prime Video, Almost Christmas 2016. This is one of those big overstuffed movies that has a little of everything, including romance. The action starts when a man's four adult children try to spend a week together. Families in tow under one roof. All right, that's not that bad. That's also a, yeah. a constant trope where it's like everyone under one roof and like, you know, everything yeah. goes crazy. Yeah. Uh, the next one's called Carol 2015. You can watch this on Prime Video or iTunes. Young woman working in a department store meets a glamorous older woman who become who comes in while Christmas shopping, and the two begin a secret affair in the 1950s Manhattan. It's a story of forbidden holiday romance based on a story by Strangers on a Train's Patricia Highsmith. Ooh. Oh my. Interesting. Scandalous. Mm. I actually may want to watch that. On video. Hmm. I'll have to look for that. Uh, next one, Last Holiday 2014. You can watch this on Prime Video or Powermont, Powermont Us. What would you do if you were given just days to live? After she is diagnosed with a terminal illness, Georgia, played by Queen Latifah, gets off to Europe to live her best life. In doing so, she gets the attention of her crush, Sean, LL Cool J, and their romance takes off in the most heartbreakingly inconvenient time. Aw. I remember that movie. It's been a while I've since seen that I've movie. seen that. But I, I will I admit that is that is one that I watched because I absolutely love Queen Latifah. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean Jay is pretty cool too. Yeah, he is, but I mean Queen Latifah is just like the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> She's okay, the bomb dot com. Okay. okay, fine. So we'll all concede that that bomb dot com. I she mean okay. bomb dot com. Okay, so we'll concede that this is one of those movies in the list that's actually kind of worth watching yes 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 i i will concede that i will concede that uh next one is from 20 i'm sorry 2009 you can watch it on prime video ghost of girlfriends past i remember watching this one too here's a funny take on the classic tale of a christmas carol celebrity photographer connor played by matthew mcconaughey the ultimate bachelor but right before his his brother ties the knot something strange happens all of his past girlfriends haunt him and try to get him to discover the reason why all of his relationship failed the answer it's you dude it's you it's you <laughs> it was always you that wasn't a great movie but i mean you know uh next one is four i know Christmas. but just address 2008 you can watch it on prime video or hbo max Brad and Kate, played by Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, are an unmarried couple who, product of two sets of divorced parents, have to attend four different family events on Christmas Day when their plans to go on vacation fail. Will their relationship survive? It's actually not a bad movie. Mm -hmm. um, next one, The Perfect Holiday, uh, 2007. You can watch it on Prime. Uh, the action in this film begins when a little girl asks a department store Santa, Morris Chestnut, to help her grant the wishes of her divorced mom, Gabrielle Union. He thinks he knows just the man to help, too. Yes. Hmm. Yes, who? Oh, this one, the next two I actually really like. Holiday. 2006. You can watch it on Prime Video. Two women, one from London, the other from Los Angeles, swap places and live in each other's home throughout the holidays. They realize there's more to life than the boy problems they had back at home. So this also has Jack Black and um, 
Oh my God, what is okay, his name? I've seen this one. I've seen that one. Yes. Yeah, it has, um, it's Kate Winslet. Jude Law. Jude Law, thank you. And, um, what's her name? Karen Diaz. Thank you. That's it. Wow. That was bad. So Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black, and Jude Law. I like we that. Have, we have two we have too many celebrities on the brain. Yeah. We get them all mixed up. My, my head's uh-huh. going crazy. And they don't tell me for every single one. So like I could see their faces. I just couldn't think of yeah. their name. Uh-huh. So this next movie made me cry. And that's uh The Family Stone from 2005. You can watch it on Prime Video. This drama centers around powerhouse performances by four actresses, Rachel McAdams, Claire Danes, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Diane Keaton. And Everett, played by Dermot Mulroney, yes, brings his girlfriend Meredith, played by Sarah Jessica Parker, home to meet the rest of the family. Complications arise, and they question the fit fitness relationship. So Meredith calls in her sister Julie, played by Claire Danes, for backup. Things unfold in a hectic way that only happens around the holidays. It's actually a really sad movie. 2005, Just Friends. Love this movie. Prime video. In this movie, Ryan Reynolds plays a man named Chris, an unpopular kid in high school. Fast forward 10 years and Chris is killing it in the music industry. Maybe now he'll stand a chance with a girl he loves who friend-zoned him in his teen years. Mm-hmm. He shows up to his hometown on the arm of a pop star by Anna Ferris. But is that enough to win him clout? That's a that's a good movie. I like that. But I love Ryan Reynolds. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is pretty funny. I don't remember that movie, but he oh, is pretty funny. It takes place in Jersey, too. Ah. Uh, next is 2003 Love Actually. You can watch this on Prime Video. Can't talk about romantic Christmas movies without Love Actually. Film <laughs> chronicles nearly 10 couples' relationships and how they intertwine. It's the ultimate holiday rom-com, and it stars a stacked cast of celebrities like Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, and Kira Knightley, just to name a few. I'll be honest with you, only some of the couples were actually, you know, good and interesting. Some of them are like, what the hell is this man? <laughs> Next is from 2002, About a Boy. Based on the book by Nick Hornby, About a Boy follows a carefree bachelor named Will who joins a single-parent support group under false pretenses to meet women, only to befriend the lonely son of one of the members. Will his deception ruin his relationship to the family? In addition to taking place at Christmas time, About a Boy has another holiday twist. Will is independently wealthy because he lives off of the royalties of a super popular Christmas song written by his father. Well, that's just a whole lot of everything. Uh-huh. Uh wow, they include Bridget Jones Diary. Two thousand one. Watch it on Prime Video. Well, I mean to be fair, there there are some scenes that are Christmas time, so Yeah. This hilarious movie is about a woman named Bridget, made by Renee Zellweger, who tries to improve herself for the new year by keeping track of literally everything in her diary. Who can't relate? But of course, Romance gets in the way, and she finds herself torn between two men. Ain't that the way? I wouldn't know. Um, I know, right? <laughs> next is from 2001, Serendipity. You can watch it on Prime Video or Paramount+. Plus. John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale star in one of the most fantastical, hopeless, romantic-type movies. Two people meet one night around the holidays, think they'll 
together forever, then proceed to not see each other for 10 years. But that's not where the story ends. Will fate bring them back together? Of course. Of course. I bet you it will. Mm -hmm. Next one is The Family Man from 2000. You can watch this on Prime Video. In a twist on It's a Wonderful Life, The Family Man follows a businessman named Jack, gets to experience what his life would be like it stayed with his college girlfriend instead of forging ahead with the pressure-filled career. It's the type of movie that makes us look back on all of our life choices and past relationships. Next one from 1996, you can watch it on Prime Video, The Preacher's Wife. It's a remake of the Cary Grant movie, The Bishop's Wife. In this film, it's about a guardian angel. Well, I guess technically both films. But this film is about a guardian angel with uh, charismatic... The, the charismatic Dudley, played by Denzel Washington, who comes to help a preacher who is losing control of his church. As Dudley helps the preacher, he also starts to fall for the preacher's wife, Julia, played by the late Whitney Houston. Next is While You Were Sleeping, 1995. Watch oh, it. yeah, I love that one. I do, too. You can watch that on Prime Video or Disney+. Plus. Uh, when Lucy, Sandra Bullock, saves her crush from getting hit by a train, he ends up in a coma and somehow gets mistaken as her fiancé at the hospital, when in another chaotic turn of events, she realizes she's falling for his brother instead, and deeply enjoying his family. How is that for a holiday dinner dynamic? I really do. I, I enjoyed that movie overall, and I especially loved the chemistry between... Um... Sandra Bullock and uh, Bill Pullman. They were yes, great. It was, yeah. Next, When Harry Met Sally. I love this one, too. Watch on Prime Video or HBO Max. Here, Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal play Sally and Harry, two friends trying to figure out whether men and women can ever just be friends over a relationship that spans many years and holidays. The movie soundtrack even features a few of the best love songs and Christmas songs. I mean, it's not just through Christmas, but that's a really good movie. The next is The Apartment, 1960. You can watch it on Prime. In this Best Picture winner, Jack Lemmon plays Bud Baxter, a guy who gets ahead at work by letting his philandering bosses use his apartment for their affairs over the holiday season. Things become complicated when he starts to have feelings for one of the mistresses, and played by Shirley MacLaine. What results is one of the best rom-coms of all time never seen that one but i'm intrigued i've heard of it but i never saw it either well maybe i saw clips like bits of it when it was um when my like local pbs station used to show movies on saturday nights like some of those like old classics mm. mm -hmm. uh next 1961 babes in toyland watch on ah uh, yes prime video and disney plus Fairy tale and Mother Goose characters run amok in this movie, making for lots of antic action. But the central story also revolves around the romance between Mary Contrary, Annette Fudicello, and Tom Piper, Tommy Sands. Or, if you prefer, there's a 1986 version with Drew Barrymore and Keanu Reeves, along with the 1934 Laurel and Hardy classic, which is less romantic. And there's a different Ooh. version for everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, next one is from 1951, Scrooge. Uh, you can watch on Amazon Prime. 
Most people remember the ghost in Tiny Tim in A Christmas Story, but it's Scrooge's failed romance to his fiance, torn apart because of money, that really tugs the heartstrings. There are many versions of this relationship put uh, put to the screen, but this one between actors Alistair, Alistair Sim and Rona Anderson is one of the best. Next is from 1949, The Holiday Affair. You can watch it on Prime. It's classic Christmas love triangle. A woman played by Janet Lee has to decide between the successful lawyer, Carl Davis, and someone rougher around the edges, Robert Mitchum. But she has to decide by New Year's Eve since she has plans to marry the lawyer that day. Well, sheesh. I bet you I know who she chooses. Hmm. <laughs> Next, 1946. You can watch it on Prime Video, It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Considered one of the one best of the ones. movies of all time. Of course it is. It, it, it totally is. Uh, it's the story of George Bailey and how communities are connected and how one person impacts so many lives. And, but don't forget that George and Mary have an all-time great movie romance, too. Honestly, who has not watched this movie by now? If you haven't, you wh where have you been? <laughs> Seriously. Next, Christmas in Connecticut, 1945. Uh, you can watch this on Prime Video or HBO Max. Barbara Stein Stanwyck stars as Elizabeth Lane, a journalist who presents herself as a consummate homemaker living on a farm in her columns. Her columns in a magazine that is coincidentally called Smart Housekeeping. In reality, it's all fabrication. She is a city dweller who doesn't know how to cook. Things get dicey then when head of the magazine announces that War Hero will spend the holidays on her farm for a story, and even more complicated when he turns out to be played by the handsome Dennis Morgan. Though the poster is colorized, the movie is in black and white. Interesting. But again, see, they've had Ooh. these tropes forever. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, the uh, a lot of the older movies, there's something like inherently more classy about them. Oh, yeah actually put thought into it next one is from 1940 you can watch it on prime video or hbo max it's called the shop around the corner oh i love this movie too two co-workers at a store in budapest couldn't be more at odds they can't stand each other but absolutely adore their fairway pen pals as it turns out the pen pals are much much closer than they think this romantic plot might sound similar as it inspired nora efron's you've got mail yeah, basically, basically, you got mail's a remake of it, especially since her shop and you've got mail is called the shop around the corner. So I think that's kind of cute. Exactly. Uh, next yeah. is The Thin Man, 1934. You can watch it on Prime Video or HBO Max. The Thin Man isn't romantic in that yearning, swooning way, but the patter between married couple Nick and Nora has such electricity in it you can't help but feel their love for each other. The movie is also a mystery. The couple, a detective team. Visiting New York City for Christmas are pressed into service, investigating the disappearance of the missing inventor. So there's something for everybody. There are five sequels. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I've never actually watched the Nick and Nora Charles movies, but I've always heard like they're really good entertainment with a lot of really fun banter between the couple, you know, as they did back then. Yeah. That's the end of the list, and I'm crying foul right now. I was a white how did Christmas they not, include... not part of that. Exactly. I was about to say, like, how is a white how is white Christmas not on there? That was plenty romantic, damn it. But the whole thing was romantic. They had two couples. 
<laughs> sisters. Exactly. Two couples involve sisters. <laughs> How's that not a romantic trope? Two best friends and two sisters end up together, you know? Crying foul. Other than that, I think the list was good. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been 46. It certainly included... I mean, it certainly included, like, uh, stuff that I've never heard of. It was more yeah. than just, you know, Hallmark. I mean, a lot of Netflix movies in there. And I don't necessarily agree that they would be the most romantic because it's the same crap, different day, you know? Yeah. Or the same plot, different day. Excuse me. Crap is rude. I shouldn't have said that. But... Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time and see what we're going to talk about. Because the three fates decide.